We have ignition sequence start. Short distance, high impact. Five, four, three, two, all engines running. Ten questions with Adam Zwar. Big names, great minds. Make yourself a cup of tea. Liftoff. We have liftoff. Welcome back to Ten Questions. We're still going. And we keep getting extraordinary guests. I want to thank those guests for their generosity. But at the same time, who doesn't like answering gentle questions about their innermost thoughts and feelings? Maybe I'll find out next week when nobody will come on the show. Today, I'm asking 10 questions to the great Chrissy Swan. Chrissy is a reality TV champion, a TV and radio host, and an advertising copywriter. She's the same on air as she is off. She's smart and heartfelt and connects with Australian audiences like nobody working in the business. Here, she talks about her new gig at Nova next year, managing sleep, and her mum wanting to kill everyone on social media. Let us know what you think on Twitter at The10Questions and on Facebook at 10 Questions with Adam Zwar. Liftoff. We have liftoff. Chrissy, question one. When were you most happy? I know it sounds really cliche, and I'm always afraid of saying this because of feminists. The scary feminists that are around. But it was it was truly when I had my first baby. Yeah. It was the most amazing like I just I just felt really like I had a purpose, a really proper, not frivolous purpose. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, that was that was my most happiest because I like being busy mm-hmm. and nothing keeps you busier than a child. Nothing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And what, why do you think you like being busy? Is it is it purpose-driven or is it because you, you, there's a momentum about your life? I think I'm, I'm big on the pursuit of fun. Yeah. And, um, like, really that's what drives me. And so you've got to be busy. You've got to be ferreting it out like a little piggy truffle hunter, finding fun <laughs> somewhere. And, um, and that does keep me very busy. Yes. Yes. Question two, who would you like to apologise to and why? That's a hard one. It is a hard one because, of course, I've never done anything wrong by anyone in all my life. <laughs> I was worried about that when I was going to interview you. I thought she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't need to apologise to anybody. No, I really try to be so kind and it's always such a slap in the face when people aren't kind to me. I'm like, wow, mm. I thought... Jesus said, do unto others, and that's, but you're not doing that. You're not mm. doing that to me. Um, but I think the when I was about 13, 12 or 13, I, um, it was school holidays, and my best friend, uh, her, both her parents worked, and we were just hanging out at her place, and, you know, we were sort of bored, and... Um, so we got out. Do you remember, you know, before the internet, there was the white pages and everybody's <laughs> details were in there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so we just got the white pages out and we found somebody who lived near, she lived in Ashburton and we found, you know, an address near there. Anyway, I, I called up this guy and um, he picked up the phone. He was an old man and old men are my kryptonite. Like if I see an old man sitting on a tram stop, He's just going about his business. There's nothing sad about it, but it just makes me feel sad. I don't know why. Yeah. Old men. Yeah, right. Anyway, so as soon as I heard his voice, I thought, oh, this is 
because I was going to prank him, see, and then, but my friend was already up in her on her parents' phone, you know, with the receiver yes. away from her mouth, so that no one could hear her breathing, and she was listening in on the conversation. So I had to go through with it. Anyway, I said to him, "Look, you know, you've won a, a lifetime's worth of toilet paper," <laughs> and. He, and I thought he'd go, oh, you rat bag, and hang up, but he didn't. He was really excited. Oh, oh. And he said, you know, oh, wow, I've never won anything before, and I just felt so terrible. And then he was saying, oh, you know, how do I pick it up? This is amazing. Oh, I just, you've made my day. And just with every word he said, I was just getting more and more crushed. Anyway, he, um, I murmured something about go to Ashwood Safeway. It was Safeway at the time. And anyway, I often think about him still. That's like 30 years ago. And I, and I wonder if he turned up for his lifetime supply of toilet paper and what did they say to him? Anyway, I would like to apologise to him. He's probably, he's probably not even alive anymore, but how mean for it to be an old man. Maybe that's where my sadness around old man old men came from. Every old man I see, I think, is it you that turned up to Ashwood Safeway to say you'd won toilet paper? They might have thought he was mad. Like, you know, he might have been institutionalised after. Who knows? But you know what? Who hasn't been pranked or, or had a practical joke played against well, them? I got pranked. I got pranked two weeks ago. Really? Well, there you I, go. Yeah, you know. and I didn't realise. So I'll tell you the story. My, my beautiful cat, it's technically my son's cat, but it wasn't very bright. Anyway, he disappeared over the back fence and then we never saw him again. And I put, this was about six months ago, and I put um, laminated signs all around the area with his face and, you know, my phone number and the word reward because I thought maybe if somebody, if they've wandered into, you know, if he's wandered into their yard and maybe yeah. they get 100 bucks, that's good. Yeah. Anyway, didn't hear anything, haven't heard anything. And then two weeks ago, so like six months after Sausage is his name, went missing, I get a, a, a phone call from a withheld number and I never answer those, so that went straight to voicemail. Anyway, I listened to the message and it was someone saying, look, we've seen your cat. We've seen your cat around the local school and we tried to get him, but um, he ran away. Anyway, I was so excited. I thought, oh, my God, we're going to get sausage back. They're going to call me back. They're going to say that they've caught him or something. Anyway, a few days went past, and I thought, I think I've been pranked. And then I remembered the voice, and I thought it was probably about a 14-year-old girl. And I thought, oh, my God, I was that girl in school holidays, nothing to do, saw the sign, maybe you know, thought, hey, we could get a reward, we could spend it on cheesels, whatever. Yeah. And um, and they've called. So I do believe that that is my comeuppance for the old man and the toilet paper. Oh, dear. Did you tell the family? I did. Yeah. Oh, I I'm feel ashamed that... to tell you I did. I told my six-year-old son. Well, I've got but... cats and I, that, would, that would break my heart. That's, a, that's harsher than the toilet paper. So I reckon it's pretty harsh. Yeah, yeah. And then to never hear anything and then just to slowly come to the conclusion that I've been had. Yep. That's tough. Mm. About now I told Chrissy that most of the interview subjects on this show wanted to apologise for things they did when they were teenagers and we speculated as to what it was about being a teenager 
that made us do so many uncaring things. It's not about, it can't be a character flaw. It's, I think it's just that that part of your brain or, mm. you know, maybe that part of your heart hasn't developed yet. You exactly. Know? Yeah. 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 Um, question three, what is your greatest regret? I mean, I think I'm like most people, I try not to regret anything because there's always lessons, even the, the shittest things that happen to you. Um, there's always a lesson in it. But I think if I had my time again, I, I was asked with um I was asked to go on the front of a magazine with my kids. Yes. <laughs> um and it would have been, you think of the year, it could have been four years ago. Right. And uh, I thought, yeah, fantastic. Honestly, mainly because I thought it'll be they will judge me to within an inch of my life. I'll have I'll look brilliant. And I'll get these beautiful photos of the kids to keep, yeah. Um, you know, which is appealing anyway. So I did it, and the photos were gorgeous. But everybody said that my um, then three-year-old was fat and that I was a terrible mother and, you know, they should be taken off me. And it was just the, the weirdest, um, most heartbreaking thing to happen because I thought I was doing something sort of fun and irrelevant mm. and it turned into this big character assassination involving my children and so even though I do and if I had my time again I absolutely would not have done that and put them in that situation um, but the lesson of course is uh, kids are off the table in in yeah. terms of you know photos and stuff. So there there is the, is there, there's always a lesson. But I would I would go back and not do that if I had my time again. But that's about it. That's the only thing. Question four: What will you still need to do to feel you've lived a satisfactory life? Gosh, again, such a hard questions. Wow, I'm pretty happy so far. Mm. Like I've, I, I'm. I'm pretty happy with the way things have gone and I'm pretty happy with the way things are looking to panning out, you know, like it's looking pretty all right. Mm. Um, I'm a very simple person. I don't have grand plans for world travel and, you know, all these other things. I don't have a bucket list. Mm. I've never understood bucket lists. Um, no. But I think if I can have a really deep connection with my children um, and that they like me and like to be around me, then that's the, that's the only thing I would really like to achieve before I die. Question five, who is the person who most influenced you and how? Look, I think it has to be my sister's. I've got two older sisters. They're seven and ten years older than me. And, um, you know, so when they were 20 and sort of at the height of their coolness, you know, I was 10 and and 12. And I just think um, they influenced me with pop culture, um, you know, music, books, fashion, um, senses of humour, references to, you know, TV shows. I mean, they really showed me the tools that you need to enjoy life and 
um, also be relatable to other people. And I think that's really held me in good step in friendships and also in my career. Yeah. Um, you know, I can they, I can talk to anybody and, and always have been able to because I was having adult conversations with their friends when I was, you know, 12 yeah. and that, that they influenced me enormously and, and still do. And are they proud of you? Yeah. Yeah. I think my family don't do pride. I, I think, I don't know what it is. I just don't think we value work. Work is just kind of something we do and we, we love it and it's, you know, it, it, it's you know we, we we care enough to make sure it's enjoyable and that we're doing something that we like. But um, you know, a lot of people say to me, "Is your is your mum proud of you?" And to be honest, she's never talked about my work. Mm. Um, she's proud of the mother I am and the, the person I am. But we just don't really care about work. It just doesn't come into it. And all of my achievements in the public eye have been work-related. And yep. that just doesn't matter to to us. Sometimes I wish it did. Sometimes when there's really big things like winning a Logie and yeah. stuff, I, I would love a bit of, oh, I'm so proud of you, that's amazing. But, you know, you, you, you've got to take the, the blanket band across. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. When something's important and when something isn't, and you know, so it, it, it works well when you know I get fired or publicly shamed because that doesn't matter either. So it's not mentioned, or is it just mentioned in passing? Um, the, all, always when I've had some problems like that, the focus has been on me. How are you? Mm. Do you need anything? Um, Mum might say, you know. I would like to kill everybody on social media. I hope that's all right with you. And then we'll have a laugh about it. Um, and and that's it. Yeah. It's probably they good. They really just don't buy into it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. And it really, um, yeah, it, I, I wonder if it's a conscious thing or it's just the way you all are. I think it's just the way we all are. Mm. I think it is. And, it, and, you know, it goes back to school as well. I remember there was a, there was a big focus on as long as you're making friends and you're a kind person and you're having fun, we really don't care what score you get or what mm. or what you become. There was never a focus on, you know, achieving, I suppose, achieving in those sort of, um, you know, pragmatic ways, mm. you know. Yeah. That sounds it's really interesting. Always been, yeah, it's always been about being nice. <laughs> yeah, so you don't yeah. need to have these, like, domineering parents to achieve something. No, no. And, you know, my parents couldn't have given two hoots about that. Mm. About prizes or winning. Winning <laughs> winning was just like, who, who? what is that? That doesn't matter at all. That They sound enlightened. <laughs> they do. It is true, though. I mean, winning really doesn't matter. No. It really doesn't. And, you know, I found that when you work in radio, I've been in radio for 12 years and there's such a focus every day about being number one and targeting demos and all that. And so I sort of drank the Kool-Aid a bit and thought, oh, well, it must be good to win. I've never won anything, but it must be good. Anyway, I did win. You know, we, we came number one last year in, in Melbourne Breakfast Radio 
Yeah. And I can tell you, it, it didn't feel like anything. I was like, why can't I feel? Yeah. I was saying to my, I was saying to my partner, I'm supposed to be elated. It's supposed to feel like something. And it just, it felt like when I was having my cesarean. I was just numb from the, from the waist <laughs> down. I was like, I was like present, but I didn't feel anything. Um, question six, Christy. When was the last time you cried and why? Oh, I cry all the time. Um, I used to be... I used to be a non-crier, and my first serious boyfriend used to call me cold-hearted. Can you believe that? Wow. But maybe I was. I don't know. But I just was never really moved to anything. <laughs> and then sort of the last 10 years or so, I can't stop crying. I cry at stupid things. I've got picture books that I read my kids, and I get halfway through, and I <laughs> I cry. And they're like, are you all right? <laughs> well, the other day, it was my it was my partner's 40th about two weeks ago and his friends put together and bought him a turntable, which is just a gorgeous present. And the other day he went down to JB Hi-Fi and bought me a, a remastered vinyl of Joni Mitchell Blue, oh. which is my favourite album. And I had it on. I could cry now talking about it. It's so I'm so pathetic. And he put it on for me and <laughs> yeah. I danced in the front room with my daughter and I was just a mess. Exactly like I am now, see? I've got a problem. I just, I cry all the time. I'm you... always on the verge of tears. But sort of happy, happy feeling tears, not not sad, not yeah. sad. Yeah, that's good. Do you, did you, do you think that um, having kids opened your heart a bit? Yes, I do. Yeah. Mm. Question seven, what is your current state of mind? I've had a beautiful year. I've had a really beautiful year. I had a, a rough time in December last year, so December 2014, mm-hmm. um, when I lost my job and I didn't know, you know, what was happening um, with, you know, being able to provide for my family. Yep. Um, that was hard. Um, but I've done a few TV shows this year and some other bits and pieces, so I've been able to keep us on the road. And then as a divine sort of byproduct of not working very much is I'm feeling incredibly connected to um, my home and family and partner and kids and, and all of that. So I'm feeling really connected, I suppose, at the moment. Having said that, I am going back to Breakfast Radio next year, which I'm really excited about. Um, creatively, but also I do do have some trepidation about the sort of person I become when I don't have enough sleep. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm I'm nervous and excited about that as well. I'm thinking about it all the time. I'm I'm thinking about how I'm going to pull it off and still be lovely. Here I mentioned to Chrissy that I'd interviewed a bunch of politicians when I was doing the TV series Party Tricks and how they all went to bed after late line and woke up for radio interviews at 4.30am. Chrissy did not like the sound of that at all. If that was my life, the answer to that is no. Yeah. Like, no way am I going to sacrifice my family's enjoyment of me for a job. Mm. I just won't do it. No. 
Because, no, because the fact is, and I know it sounds so... I just re- really... All I care about are those kids. That's really all I care about. It's why I'm working. It's... um. I, I love to work and I'd go mad if I didn't work. But it's all about the kids. And if, if working means that I'm just a bitch and not reading them stories and saying, oh, for the love of God, can you just go to sleep and leave me alone? Then, <laughs> you know, the job goes, not, not the kids. No, that's right. No, I, I no. completely agree. I mean, it, so you pretty much know that all those people in Canberra or wherever are just running on no sleep. Oh, they're miserable. And that's the thing. Everyone, you know, remember Kevin Rudd was, you know, raked over the coals for being an asshole and mm. whatever. And, you know, I'm sure he is or whatever. But I remember at the time, you know, I've been doing breakfast radio. I know what it's like to have zero tolerance for human beings. I know that. And it's sleep. Yeah. It's so it seems so simple, but that's what it is. Uh, it totally. We, we undervalue it. We undervalue sleep. It's, yeah. It's a grave error. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, question eight, what do you consider your greatest achievement? The kids, again. I yep. know it's boring. No, no. But if you, if you met them, you would go, oh, okay, I get it. They are extraordinary. They're so funny. They're so beautiful. They're really confident without being precocious. Um, you know, I've allowed them to be themselves and, and who they are is wonderful. And they really are just my favourite people. They're also the favourite people of other people. And I think that that really, you know, they're the sort That's of kids sign. that encourage people to have babies. Mm. As soon as I had them and then I had another one and then my, all, the, all my friends that were like, no, we've got no interest in children whatsoever... They suddenly started having babies because I thought, oh, yours are really cool. If they can be like that, then, <laughs> then we can have them. So they're a good advertisement for children as well. That's a that's a wonderful. How old are they? Six, four, and two. Oh, good, good. Um, yeah. Question nine: Who would you want on your side in a battle, and why? I just Uni Steins came to mind straight away. I knew you were going to say her. Did I knew you? it. Yeah, she's so special. Yeah, she she's is. The, she's the she's the friend that I have with the most clarity on all things. Ah, oh, totally. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, and she has all the answers. She really does. So pro- probably her, because also she's incredibly fit and incredibly smart, and I think that that is an incredible combo for for battle. I mean, I worked with her every day for two years and she was not ruffled ever by anything and that is that is a great intelligence there you guys have got to have your own show you two together oh i'd love it i'd love it just like amazing just solving problems what i would be completely unnecessary (laughs) that's not true (laughs) i would be like i'd be like the um you know, the, the creepy bystander because there's nothing that woman can't do on her own. <laughs> <laughs> the final question, uh, what would you like your last words to be? I'm done. We have ignition sequence start. Short distance, high impact. Five, four, three, two, all engines running. Ten questions with Adam Zwar. Big names. Great minds. Make yourself a cup of tea. Liftoff. We have liftoff. 